it's good to be here tonight, so it is, and to share a wee word of testimony. If there's two verses that sum my testimony up, it would be uh, in Second Corinthians uh, chapter 6 and verse 2. For he saith, I have heard thee in an accepted time, and in the day of salvation have I succored thee. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. And then it's another verse in uh, John 8 and 36. If the Son therefore shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. Now, the, the two verses I always use when I give my testimony, for I sum it up as time and being set free. For that's what happened to me. I was sent along faithfully every Sunday to Sunday school, Sunday morning. Went, sat through the Sunday morning meetings, Sunday evening meetings. I, there was never a time when I didn't know that I had to be saved. Second Timothy 3 and 15, it says, And that from a child thou hast known the Holy Scriptures. I knew. The memory verses I was, my mum faithfully taught me memory verses for the, <clears throat> for Sunday school verses like John 3 and 16. We all know it. And for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. And all those wee verses that you know from your child. And I knew them. <clears throat> and I am, have to thank God and I thank him daily that I, there was never a time that I didn't know that I had to be saved. But for a long time it was left at that. I went to Sunday school, went to the uh, morning meetings and would have doodled and drew, not listening to the, to the minister, to the preacher, because I, all thought, I found the whole thing quite boring, to be honest. And um, I found the whole thing very, very boring. <clears throat> I... <clears throat> this soon changed, so it did. When I moved, when I went from primary school in Dunaki there over to the high school in Dungannon, and coming from a small country primary school, going into that school was a bit of a change. So it was. I found it hard to mix and to make friends, but I managed to find some friends. But looking back, they probably weren't the best of friends that I could have had. For they. Um, <clears throat> They seen that I was somewhat different, and that was probably the fact that I didn't know that I had to be saved. I, start, I did go to the SU or CU in the school, but soon they started mocking. They started saying, there's Holy Joe, you, and stuff like that. And going to SU and CU soon fizzled out, and I started the uh, bad language, the dirty talk with these fellas at school. So I did. And, uh, and then... They weren't the best of friends, so they weren't, because in a way, they, they knew I, was, I stuck with them, which was a foolish thing to do, but in a way, they more or less bullied me, so they did, but I stuck with them. And then, not long, when I moved from Sunday school into the Bible class, these were the times that God finally put his hand upon me, and some things started to happen that enabled me to get saved. First of all, uh, the Bible class was different to Sunday school. Each, each week, the teacher would have picked topics that were relevant to our age. And he spoke one Sunday morning to us all about, mind, it was, he took us on a wee, what happens after death? And of course I knew, but the truth was, it hit me. The Holy Spirit must have been striving with me that day. It hit me in the heart that day, so it did. And still I says to myself, I have plenty of time. When I'm older, when I'm older, and you know, so many of us can say that phrase, when I'm older, when I'm older, that's the devil's greatest lie tonight, that we've got plenty of time, and we don't. You know, 
we, know, we can't boast of tomorrow. You know, we can't boast of a single hour, so we can't. Not long after that, my granda, I've a lot to thank him for. He uh, took me the brethren in Cookstown. We're doing meetings, end times meetings there in the Greenvale Hotel in Cookstown, or the Glenavon, sorry. And each week, or each night of them, granda took me along. And uh, it scared me, so it did. It scared me a lot for verses such as, Surely I come quickly, and uh, two shall be in the field, the one shall be taken, the other left. Two shall be in the mill, the one shall be taken, the other left. And two shall be in the bed, one shall be taken, the other left. And that scared me. And you know, well, one, after one night, he was taking me home, and he pulled in at the petrol station, went in to pay for the fuel, and I was sitting him alone in the car that night, and I was petrified. I says to myself, if Jesus came back tonight, I'd be, I, wouldn't be go, I wouldn't be going to heaven. I got home that night and still, and still, I says, I'll put it off, I'll put it off. And then there was a youth meeting one night in Cookstown, and uh, the meeting was over and we're all standing outside the church, and a friend says to me, or if we're all standing in a wee group, and the, my friend said to me, and a wee group of us, as casually as you like, well, we're all saved. And the answer I gave him looking back was so stupid. I says, I'm getting there. But you know, friends, tonight you can't be getting there. You know, the answer is yes or no. We read of a, an act of Agrippa. He says, almost thou persuadest me. And in the Gospels, there was the man who was not far. That was me at that, at that point. You can be not far and almost persuaded, but almost. You're lost if it's Almost. Not long after that, was there was a meeting at a youth meeting called Centre Point in Cookstown, and it was at that meeting that I finally gave in to the Lord and said, "Lord, the devil wasn't going to fill me with lies of plenty of time anymore." Uh, the speaker that night at the youth meeting was Billy Parker, and he gave his testimony. So he did, and that testimony of Billy spoke to me. He says how he was led, led astray by friends as well. And one night they coaxed him to go to, to a meeting, a dance, but, and he went. But when he got there, he realized that they weren't going to a dance, they were going to a pub. And he says he wasn't, he sat in that car all night, but he says he wasn't alone when he didn't go in. He says God was with him. And that testimony of Billy spoke to me, so it did. And I went home that night and I remember the words that Grand always told me to say, Father, take me as I am. And you know, tonight he will take you as you are. It doesn't matter how vile you might be, what you might have done, he'll take you tonight. For it says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. It's the whosoever. <clears throat> and from that I can say the peace that was lifted of my shoulders, the peace that I, the weight that was lifted of my shoulders, the peace that I got that day when I got saved. But then, you know, I'm thankful to God that the devil, he never got me onto the drink. He never got me into drugs or anything like that. But uh, that's why I always quote John 8 and 36. If the Son, therefore, shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. For it wasn't long after that. It went all right for a while, but the devil got in. I started to backslide. The devil was never going to get me with pubs and clubs and things like that. He knew that wasn't going to happen. So he tried his best. So I can just say there was a point in my life where I was the biggest hypocrite. 
Went to Sunday morning, Sunday evening, but I was far from the Lord. I came in with a smile on my face, tie, best suit, Bible under my arm, but I was one hypocrite. And I knew I was far from God. You know, backslider, you can come home tonight too, before, you know, you can. And, uh, <clears throat> and I remember I was far from God. I got back into the dirty talk, lying, immorality. The devil got me that way. Never was going to get me with the more public sins, so he got me that way. And I'm not saying this tonight to give the devil any glory. Oh no, I'm giving it. I'm simply telling you to show what the Lord Jesus Christ can do. Can bring you out of, doesn't matter how deep you are in sin, Jesus can bring you out of it. And then that was the very, I remember reading the story of the woman at the well. And it's a, very, it's a passage that touches my heart every time I read it. You know, verses, they mean something to us, but that chapter of the story of the woman at the well, it changed me. That woman, she came with her fears or <coughs> everything she had. And she came to Jesus and he, she met Jesus at the well that day. And what happened afterwards, she left her water pot. And I love that, but she left it all. She left her fear, she left her sin, and she ran out and back to her hometown and said, come see a man that told me all things that ever I did. And I love that verse, come see a man. I wonder if you came to him tonight, for he can set you free. It doesn't matter how deep you might be in your sin. But <clears throat> the hymn writer found it well, and it's the hymn of my heart, so it is. I have decided to follow Jesus. Though none go with me, still I will follow. The world behind me, the cross before me. You know, let the, de- let the devil tell you his last lie tonight. You know, we can't boast of tomorrow. We can't boast of anything. But those of us who are saved can boast in our salvation. And we can give all the glory to him. And that's what I would stand here tonight at the lifeboat and say, God, you know, God is a place for you. Maybe you've sat in meetings like this over the years, time and time again. And then before you've went out, the devil's whispered that little lie in your ear. You've plenty of time. You've plenty of time. Friends, would you don't have plenty of time. <clears throat> and I love that we Gertie quoted it there. It's one of my favorite verses too, Proverbs 3, 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Trust him tonight. Simply trust him. Trust and obey for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus than to trust and obey. So I'll just finish with that wee verse and wee word of encouragement to the believers. You know, if maybe if you have loved ones that aren't saved tonight, keep praying because it works. For <clears throat> my father wasn't saved. He got saved the year after me, but I remember the harvest service and I was praying. I couldn't tell you what the man was speaking on that night, but I was praying and praying for my dad to get saved. And then going home from the meeting that night, he says to me, you and I'm thinking of getting saved. And later on that week, he did get saved. So don't no one tell me prayer doesn't work. It Believe me, it does work. Prayer works. And the best place is the prayer meeting. It does indeed. I'll second that. <clears throat> Believer, keep praying. God, God answers prayer. Backslider, come home. He's waiting for you with open arms. And sinner, come to him for the first time tonight. Get to the cross because it's the best thing you'll ever do. Thank you.